Welcome to the Expand with Nicole podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Hope, a health and breathwork coach who is passionate about all things wellness. My goal is to break down big information into little bites, providing you with facts and actionable steps that you can incorporate into your life right away. If you're ready to learn along with me, let's get started. Okay, so we are back with another episode of the podcast, and I am here with a long time family friend of mine, Carly Fouth. And when I think of Carly, I think of her as like a very joyful, positive, and just overall kind human. And Aww. she is like just a fitness guru. She's a co-founder of a organization called Splash Hit. She created a community called Fit Fun Community, which we are going to talk about a little bit later in the interview, and then also Fit Fun You. So Carly, I'm so happy to have you. Thank you so much for coming on. Obviously, we know each other personally, um, and I described you a little, but do you want to introduce yourself to the audience and tell us a little bit about you and your background with fitness? Sure. Um, I'm so happy to be here, Nicole. I love that we go way back. Um, but my name is Carly, like you said, and I am the founder of Fit Fun Carly and the Fit Fun You Mentorship Program. And I also started a fit, lots of fun, fit fun community recently, which um, the whole basis is helping people get fit um, that works with their schedule, kind of um, less is more, so less time, more consistency, and it's fun fitness in 15 minutes. That's the basis of it. Um, but like you said, I'm also co-founder of Splash Hit, an aqua fitness company, and it kind of all ties into the same thing. I'm, I'm big into um, finding the joy in fitness because I truly believe that consistency is the name of the game in fitness. And if you're not enjoying what you're doing, you are not going to continue. You're always, always going to start and stop. Um, so that is what I'm all about. I am a, um, have been a fitness instructor for over 10 years. Um, and I teach pretty much everything under the sun. Um, yoga, bar, hit, um, obviously splash hit. I just love fitness. Um, and then I realized right after COVID that it, that there wasn't anything really specific that I loved. I love teaching all of it. I just love motivating people and, and helping people find what they like to do. So, um, yeah, that, that's my passion is helping people connect to fitness. So in the long run, that they won't need a trainer their whole life, that they will be able to consistently stick with it for the rest of their life because they'll have this strong fitness foundation. So that's what I'm all about. Which is great because I think it is hard, you know, to find what you really enjoy. It takes a while. I actually saw you post today about building a fitness foundation. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about this interview. So I was like, that's, I could put that in an Instagram post. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to talk perfect. a little so about do that? You want, can you elaborate on that a little bit more? Yeah. Just, yeah. I think so in the, in the Instagram post I used, I was thinking as I was teaching a class today, I thought, oh, this is kind of like the idea of a plank. So, um, the idea being that it's really important to build your fitness foundation, similar to like if you're doing something like a plank, you have to get your foundation solid, rock solid, because if you start building on that foundation before it's set, it could crumble. So if you start adding on, I'll use an example too of like people that think that the only way to get fit and the only way to reach your goals is to train for a marathon. And then if you really don't like running and you start adding on these things too fast and you haven't developed that um, love of fitness or that love of, of whatever it is that fitness means to you, like really connecting to it on your own, taking the time to find out what you like to do, 
chances are you might stick with it for a while, but you're going to get tired of it. You're going to get hurt. It's not going to mean anything to you. And you maybe you'll achieve your goal with running, but then you're not going to continue with it. And then you'll be back to square one. So my idea with the plank was that like, before you start moving in your plank, doing up downs, doing plank taps, you have to make sure that your plank is rock solid. Or else if you start to move in your plank, you could really get hurt and fall down. And it's just not going to be that successful of an experience. So that's what I'm all about is helping people really build that base of taking the time to connect and really think about a lot of it. I I talk with people um, about finding out and thinking about what they love to do as a kid fitness wise. And it doesn't have to be a sport. It could be like playing tag with your friends. What did you like about playing tag with your friends? How can we recreate that as an adult and find aspects of that um, to bring into your um, your fitness routine now? How can we connect to that? How can we find your joy? Um, so it's just building that base and then you can grow from there and celebrating the small wins. So you mentioned going back to when you were a kid and thinking about what you liked, which is really interesting. I've actually never thought about that in connection with my fitness now, but I like, I didn't like playing tag really. I didn't like, um, I didn't love, I liked swimming, but not yeah, like, you know, in a competitive way, but I love yep, yep. doing things that were challenging like just challenging to my own body. And then I did gymnastics and now I do similar things like yoga and I lift Mm -hmm. and stuff. So it does kind of mimic what I liked as a kid, which is so interesting. I never thought of it like that. What was your interest as a kid that aligns with what you do now? So that is actually what brought me to to discover Splash It and to to, um, really develop that because I started to think about that. Like, what did I love when I was a kid? And then I realized that water, but similar to you, I've never been a competitive swimmer. I mean, I've always been a strong swimmer, but I've never had any desire to have that be my sport. But I was the type of kid and I've always been obsessed with swimming in in places. Like I would, I would ask my mom every time we passed a pond or a lake, like my first question is, can you swim in it? Can you swim in it? Like, I love the idea of like jumping into a lake or an ocean or a harbor, you name it, I'll jump into it. That brings me joy. So then I started to think about like, how can I tap into that joy as far as like fitness as an adult? So I started taking my HIIT workouts to the pool. And yes, I've done water aerobics classes and this but I wanted something different. I wanted something because I do enjoy a HIIT workout. I like that adrenaline. Um, so I took my HIIT workouts to the pool. And then I was like, why, why aren't more people doing this? Because it feels so much better on your body for your joints. So that's a, that's the, the basis of why I developed Splash It. Because the water for me brings me joy. And I think for a lot of people, it brings them joy. Um, so I tapped into that. And then now when I work with clients, that's one of the first things we talk about on our um, 60 minute call together. That's how I work with clients one-on-one. The first question I ask them is to talk about their, what they like to do when they were younger. And it doesn't, and like I said, it doesn't have to be a sport. It could be anything where you were moving your body. Interesting. So I think that we started with that talking about how sometimes it's difficult to find what you like. Is there other things that you recommend for people trying to find the right the right thing for their specific needs and goals besides really being introspective about their childhood passions. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that, I think there's a lot of fear around being a beginner at something because you're so afraid of what you're going to look like and you're not going to know what to do. I think if you can change, and I talk a lot about like changing the perspective on things, if you could change your perspective on being a beginner, 
as a beginner, there's something really exciting about that. There's no expectations. You're putting these expectations on yourself. But when you are a beginner, that tends to be at something you've never done before. If you continue with it more than just once, that tends to be where you will see the most results quicker than when you continue with something after a long time. So you get those quick gains from whatever it is you're doing. Uh, but if you don't put yourself in the position of being a beginner, you'll, you're never going to feel that way. So um, it's really nice to have that mindset that not to not to be afraid and to take the fear out of being a beginner at something and look at it as something that's exciting, not putting so much pressure on yourself to be perfect. doesn't have to look a certain way, really focusing on how it feels. So that that's usually how I help clients as well is just to get over that fear of not being perfect at something. Because I think we all, and me too, like... When I was younger, before, I feel like I, when I was 40, I chopped my hair off and then I all of a sudden got all this self-confidence. It was like I just grew into myself and then I was able to just like be me. But before that, I would not do so many things. I missed out on so much because I was so afraid of what I was going to look like doing at it and I, doing it. And I was so afraid of failing. So I would just be like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And then there I was just sitting there not doing things and missing out on life. So if you just learn to laugh at yourself, um, get over it and just try new things. Don't be afraid to try. There's so much out there. Yeah, I think also, obviously, it takes a while for most of us to grow into ourselves, like you said. I mean, you maybe chopping your hair off helped you like reinvent yourself a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah. But like I get in that mindset, too. It's, you know, for example, a lot of people are playing pickleball right now. It's like the new craze mm -hmm. of whatever activity. And I was never, I never, I don't have a tennis background in my head. I'm thinking I'm going to go onto a pickleball court. I'm going to be terrible. And then people are going to be annoyed with me because they're going to not be able to progress in the game. Like it's just going to be a stop go. <laughs> and it like does stop me from doing it. You know what I mean? But in reality, yeah. who was freaking playing pickleball before like two years ago? Not many people. So everyone started yeah. and now people are just loving mm -hmm. it. Like, it's just so funny. Yeah. It's the, that exact thing. I mean, we talk about mindset on the podcast. I feel like it comes up in every single interview in some aspect. So uh, the fact that you brought it up, I would have brought it up if you didn't, but I think it is a good point to reiterate. Like we just create our own stories for ourselves. No one else really cares. You know, they don't care. No one cares if you miss your play on a women's, you know, fun mom's kickball team and you can't kick the ball. No one cares, but we no get one that, cares. like stuck in that mindset. Mindset is huge. It's just, it, and it's, it is a big challenge for people and it takes practice just like anything else. Just, just be learning the little tricks that you can tell yourself to cope with these thoughts you're having. Um, but mindset is something that can truly change your relationship with fitness and help you keep going. So it's huge. Do you have any other mindset mindset tips or tricks that you incorporate in your coaching with your clients? Um, I really, really try to um, help people focus on the positive and finding joy. So um, it is kind of a mindset trick because it just trains your brain to focus focus on the positive and how it relates to fitness. It's it. So what? How I help clients. Um, relate that to fitness isn't one of the other things we talk about first, we talk about like the childhood memories and how it relates to fitness. But then a big part of what I talk to people about is what brings them joy. And you'd be shocked at, well, at least I'm shocked because I can think of so many little things that bring, bring me joy. 
people have a really hard time answering this question when I put the parameters around it that I'm not asking for anything that relates to anybody else. I want to know what brings you joy, like not being kind to somebody that's important too, but we're not talking about that. I want to know, like, and I give examples, like for me, it's having a cup of coffee in the morning in my favorite mug. That's so small, but for me, it's like a little, it's like a smile in my heart. It makes me feel better. So um, what I do is I try to bring these things that bring these teeny little things that bring people joy. And then I tie them to the fitness experience as rewards for a job well done. So we'll set goals, um, a goal for the week, whatever that goal may be, it's personal because everything's customized. And then we'll talk about when you reach that goal, more than just saying I reached my goal, it's really important to celebrate because that plays into the whole joy thing too. So how can we take those little things that bring you joy and how can we use them as your little celebrations? So it's taking those things that you wouldn't normally do for yourself. And it's not like a trip to Florida or a cruise. It's like like the coffee in your favorite cup, taking the time and like treasuring that experience as a reward for a job well done. So then you're tying something really positive to the fitness experience. And then it makes you want to do it again and again. So that's like kind of a mindset trick I use. Um, it's not even a trick, but just a shift in the way people are noticing things around them. Because if you, we work with big goals too, but if you're just focusing on that big fitness goal, and you're not focusing on all the teeny steps it takes to get there, it's brutal. Like it's hard work. And then the chances of you quitting and not reaching that goal are pretty high. But if you're celebrating the little steps along the way, and, and when I say celebrating, like actually doing something like a ritual to celebrate it, it makes the experience towards that big goal so much, so much sweeter. So it's not as brutal. So then you want to keep going with it. So my, my whole my whole goal for my clients is to just switch the way they're thinking about fitness and looking at it as something they want to do as opposed to something that they they should do. A lot of people don't do this, it, which is incorporating the celebration into the small goals Huge. and reaching small goals. We always, I feel like, are celebrating other people and what they do, but mm -hmm. we never make time to celebrate what we are doing. Like we just mm -hmm. continue on through the motions and like on the hamster wheel and we never stop to think about how much progress we've made in like this short period of time. Um, and that could be even just like showing up for the class. Tiny, tiny goals, tiny goals. But the celebration is really important because it's like that risk re reward. You're taking a risk, mm -hmm. you're trying something new, you're pushing your boundaries and then you're rewarding yourself. So I think mm -hmm. that is a really good tip. From you so thank yep. you for sharing so i just want to clarify like i used to call it a reward but then i got a little pushback from some people that don't like the whole idea of like a sticker chart and rewarding yourself right. so i switched the term to celebration <laughs> well and a celebration sounds very fun which is aligned yes, with your yes. whole message so i like that yes. that's good so celebration yeah, yeah. is what we're calling it celebrations now. yes yeah okay so let's talk specifically about the fit fun Carly community and you. It's all yes. Yep. It's all together, right? But yep. Yep. Why don't we start by giving us an overview of generally, I know that your programs are customized for each client, mm -hmm. but like what sets it apart from other fitness programs or what sets you apart as a trainer? Um it yep. is obviously very, very saturated, um, saturated <laughs> yeah. yeah, market. 
Yeah. So um, there's two options that I offer clients. So one is a one-on-one mentor mentorship. So that's, and it's all virtual, but it's the next best thing to me, like living in your guest room. So it's 66 days of me and you working together. Um, 66 days because it's been proven that it takes 66 days to develop a healthy habit. So that's why I created the 66 day program. And that's like, like we work together. We have that hour meeting. We talk about your past with fitness. We talk talk about your specific needs, um, your schedule. We really like get really realistic with the time you have for fitness. So we can like stop making excuses and stop wanting to do more than we can actually do. Um, we work together. I'm with you every day for 66 days. So we have a we start with an hour meeting and then we meet 30 min 30 minutes a week virtually um, on Zoom. But then it's every day emailing and texting. I'm like the accountability partner. So we set specific goals each week. We create the workout plan specifically for you, doing what you like to do and what's appropriate for you. And that's how that works. It's a very intimate connection. Um, The other piece that I built after I started with these one-on-one mentorships was the FitFund community, because what I started to see was I had a virtual subscription where I was teaching classes and people would subscribe and be able to take my classes. And then I started doing these uh, monthly challenges where the idea would be we'd focus on core and we do 15 minutes a day or upper body. And then the feedback I was getting from my clients from 15 minutes a day was more than I was getting from my regular class subscription. I had a woman who um, was a grandmother. She had never been able to do a push-up ever. And she did my my um, 30-day upper body challenge with 15 minutes a day focused on just building up her body strength. And within the second week, she had done her first push-up with her knees off the ground. She sent me a video, perfect form. And I like always like moved to tears. So I was getting all this feedback about how this 15 minute format was like changing people's relationship to fitness because it was it was attainable. They could fit it in busy professionals, busy moms who were like saying they didn't have time to work out. were now working out more consistently than they've ever worked out before, worked out before. So then I thought to myself, how can I how can I like develop something around this. So I developed the Fit Fun community with the idea being fun fitness in 15 minutes. Um, so each day I do a live virtual 15 minute workout. My focus is on making the workouts. Obviously we do strength, cardio, a full balanced week, but my goal is to make it fun. We never do the same thing twice. I want people to feel good about themselves, not only um, physically, but mentally as well. Um, I also have a library that once those, once I'm finished with the live workouts, they're uploaded to my library so people can access them and they have access to all of them. Um, I still do my longer format classes, which now pretty much don't exceed 40 minutes, but I have them available too. And I offer stacking suggestions because the idea is that I would like people to start out with the 15 minute workouts and be consistent, but then know that like they can slowly build. So maybe they do a 15 minute workout and another 15 minute workout and they have 30 minutes under their belt. Maybe they do 15 in the morning and 15 at night, or they do a 15 minute and a 20 minute workout. And I give them stacking suggestions that make sense. So like, um, like core, core strength and upper body strength that they can do together. Um, They also get 15 minutes with me every month to talk about whatever they want. So that's kind of like the interpersonal uh, trainer kind of aspect. Um, And I also have um, weekly 
motivation sessions. So on Friday, I'll pick a topic. Again, I don't want anything to go over 30 minutes. Um, and people can join in live and ask questions, similar to a podcast. Uh, but I film it and then I upload that as well. Um, so it's what I was really trying to do with it was I actually used Peloton as like kind of like what they were doing, but I used what I what I wish Peloton was for me. And then I tried to create that to this. So that being, um, I love what Peloton does and the, the motivation and what they offer. And like, it's so exciting and you want to do it. But I thought, how cool would it be if I could have one-on-one -on -one interaction with a Peloton instructor and that they could right. like actually guide me along the way and they knew me. So I will never be Peloton. I don't want to be Peloton, but I like the idea of having that accessibility and fitness at your fingertips, fitness you can do anytime, fitness you can fit in, but then knowing that I have your back and that I'm talking to you directly during the workouts and that I know who you are and that you're working out with people that you know because we have a private Facebook page and we're all cheering each other on. So it's like a team. So it kind of is like a, it's like a gym, but virtually. So it's, it's private. I, I never want it to get too big where I don't have a, an idea of who's doing what and who people are and how they're doing. So I like that, that connection. So it's bringing like a, more of a connection to the virtual world. Which is difficult to do. And it's interesting because it sounds like right. this 15 minute workout structure really came about organically and you were really tuned mm -hmm. into the needs of your clients or the successes of your clients. We call those kind of workouts in our house workout snacks. Like when we can fit them, <laughs> we do I call them I call them quickies. Workout snacks are quickies. If you, ha you know, just get something in rather than doing nothing, like what can you do to incorporate movement throughout the day? You know, it's like we have two little kids, you have kids, we yep. work. So it's like not always feasible to get in a full hour workout. And mm -hmm. as you just said, sometimes there those don't produce the results that you want because mm -hmm. whatever, what, however you're doing it, or it's just, you know, you become stagnant. Um, yep. And the 15 minute, I think, well, the, the other thing is people struggle with consistency and time management already. So Ugh, the fact totally. that it's just 15 minutes, I think makes it feel very, very accessible to everyone. And I talked to, I had a call with a client today and she, I, I too, I had a whole bunch of interesting calls this week because I do speak with my, with the people that are in the Fit Fund community. Um, sometimes weekly. I, I mean, I say it's 15 minutes a month, but if somebody needs to talk to me more than that, I'll always hop on the phone. Um, so this, uh, this woman said today, she said, I, I wasn't expecting to like this program as much. She's like, but I put on your workout and then we're done. And I feel like it's been five minutes and I want more. So then I do the stacker and then I'm done. And like, I have done more than I ever thought I would do. And I ever wanted to do. And I feel tired and like good in my body and my mental health is better because like, I just feel, I feel more confident because I know I'm doing something good for my body. So that's a big aspect to it too, is that it's proven that little, little, little bursts of movement throughout your day, change your brain. Like it's that science. So this is just a way there's no excuses. Like everyone has 15 minutes. Like I, th this breaks down the barrier of, I don't have time to exercise really because get up 15 minutes earlier or go to bed 15 minutes later. It's not going to change your world, but but you have to do it like everybody has it. So take it or don't, but stop making excuses like it's there if you want it. 
you really, there's no excuse for somebody not to be moving for 15 minutes. Obviously, physical excuses if you're sick or you're like that. I'm not talking about that, but the the excuse that you just don't have time for it, like I'm it's not valid. Like you everybody, whether you whether you make the decision to do it, maybe maybe there is a reason it's not good for you health-wise, that's another thing, but the time is there. Don't say you don't have time. Nope. I don't buy it. Yeah, then it's just not a priority at this point. It's not a priority. Life, yeah. So, right. Yeah. Um yeah. So how does it, how does your program accommodate individuals who with varying fitness levels? You just spoke about having a grandma who never did a push up before. And then what if someone comes in who's like you, who has been doing fitness their whole life? So I think that that's a funny thing with, with the program. It seems to be appealing to two different groups of people. It appeals to the people who have, who have lost their confidence and just haven't worked out in a long time. So it makes it makes it really accessible, accessible to get back into the fitness game. But then I have a lot of clients who are actually very active runners, um, people who take their fitness very seriously, but they've kind of fallen into a rut where they just want to spice things up a little bit. So they want like more strength, but they just, they really like running, but they know they should add a little strength. So these little 15 minute workouts kind of check the box of adding on a little extra. And then some of them have actually realized they like strength work more than they thought they did. And then they start doing more. So when I'm teaching, obviously it's virtual. I can't see form, but I always encourage people to like ask me questions, but I'm really big into going by how it feels. And if something doesn't feel right, you shouldn't do it. And if you are questioning whether you're doing it right, Let's get on a call so I can see your form and we can check it out and we can work through it. I also am really big on back pocket exercises. So whenever I work with a client, with my one-on-one clients, that's like a huge thing that we do together. But even with the Fit Fun community, I encourage people to have like three cardio exercises that feel good in their body that they can easily swap out if I'm doing something that they don't like to do or they don't feel comfortable doing or it's not, it's not there for them that day. They, can, they don't have to feel less than, they just take one of their back pocket exercises and plug it in. The point is to be moving for the interval. Same thing for strength. Like if something's, if their shoulders are bothering them, then work on the triceps or something that you can easily swap out. So go into every 15 minute workout knowing what you can swap out for anything that isn't there for you that day. So thinking ahead. So you can take control of your workout because at the end of the day, it's your 15 minutes. It's your body. I'm not there with you. I don't know what every single person is struggling with that day. But what I really try to do is encourage people to like, maybe physically they're not showing up as much as they would like that day. Let's work on your mental strength. How are you dealing with that? How are you talking to yourself? Are you appreciating that you even turned on the computer today? So I'm really big on that mental self-talk and really talking about positivity and how that could really affect your your workout. And you can get just as much out of your workout that way, even if you're having a tough physical day, like that mental piece is so, so, so key. And that also goes back to the foundation piece from earlier, because Mm -hmm. like you said, in order to grow, you have to become accountable for your own actions and you need to understand your body and you need that foundation Mm -hmm. of understanding what feels right for you in that moment. Otherwise you're always going to be relying on someone else forever. Mm -hmm. Right. And you're trying to, Mm -hmm. I mean, it sounded like you try to (laughs) release your clients a little bit into like their own 
world yes. of fitness, I mean, they can stay with you, but you want them to feel the confidence to be able to do it on their own if they choose. Yeah, to. that's my goal. Like I, I want, like I truly, yeah, obviously this is my, like um, my profession, but like, I truly want to help people realize that they can do this by themselves. I don't want them to stick with me forever. I want them to take control and realize that they have, they have it within themselves to keep going with this. And also I want them to understand that we're not always going up, 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 like on this trajectory of like success, like you're going to hit dips. And like, what do you do if you hit a roadblock? Do you stop? No, let's talk about how you're going to get over that roadblock to keep going. So that's a huge part of how I work with people too. And, and the 66 days for, for working one-on-one -on -one. and also in the fit fund community, like if you get sick, if your kids get sick or if you hit, hit a busy week and you didn't reach your goals that you had projected for yourself fitness-wise that week, are you going to throw in the towel and say you quit? No, you're going to practice grace and figure it out and say, next week, I'm going to do better. Like you never give up. You just do the best you can with the time you have. And you remember that every day is a new day. So like there's, I think there's a lot of um, that feeling of like, well, I didn't work out for a week or I went on vacation and I lost all my momentum. So now I'm not going to do it. Every day you have that mentality and every day you don't get back to it. It's going to get harder and harder to get back to it. Like we, th th there's too much yeah, pressure, I think, too, on, on people to just, I think it can be, fitness can almost become a stressor because you're so concerned with keeping up with what you were doing. Like I see people on vacation and they're so afraid of, of, of leaving their habits of their routine. And yeah, like, like, what if they don't go. lift three days a week? Like, who cares? Don't lift three days a week. It'll probably do your body some good. Come back and get to and get right to it. Discover new things on your vacation you probably never knew you liked. Like there's a whole world out there, a whole different way of staying active than you're just like you're what you're used to. Right. And I think if anyone who is listening who doesn't follow you on Instagram, they will see that you incorporate your exercise into all different <laughs> settings. Like you were doing squatting on a rock today <laughs> or yesterday. Um, yep. in your backyard. So, yeah, I mean, it's proof that you don't have to be in a gym. I don't know. I was going to ask you, do you do the 15 minutes? Um, is it all body weight or it's like, you don't need, can you just do it like in any room in your house or is there equipment you could that do you it. need or how does that work? You could, if, if you need equipment, I'll tell you ahead of time. And if somebody says they don't have equipment, I will adapt and I will give you options if you don't have equipment. But usually, um, what I ask, people in the fit fund community to have available to them is weights. So, and I, and I never tell people the number, like the number, like use 10 pound weights. I say light, medium, or heavy, because we're all different. We're all at different stages of the game. And that plays into like, how do you handle it with grandmothers and fit people? Mm -hmm. I never want anyone to feel less than I only want people to feel empowered. So I ask people to have a couple sets of weights that they feel are light, medium, and heavy, um, a resistance band, a round resistance band, and then like sometimes I'll be like, get a chair or sometimes get a towel or let's do a glider workout and get two washcloths. Like I'm like, I'm so I'm not into the expensive gym equipment. I think if you can't afford to have expensive gym equipment, again, that's no excuse not to be fit. There's plenty of things you can use around your house. You can use a rock in your backyard. And I'm and like, I really do that stuff. I'm not I'm. I used to think I was a weirdo and kind of like hide it. But then I was like, no, this weird is cool. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go with it. So there's so many things you can do. You could use a skateboard as a glider. Like, 
so many things. There's just, there's no excuse and, and have fun with it. Like be creative, make your own workouts up. And that's what I try to inspire my clients to do too, is like, don't be so afraid of, is this right? Is this really doing anything? I don't know. Do you feel it? Like, are you using muscles? Do you feel like, are you engaging things? Like get, give something, give something a shot and see if it works for you. Yeah, totally. And that's also bringing the fun part, which I think is obviously the thread throughout your whole community. So mm -hmm. do you find that the, during the workouts, do you, are you bringing like the fun with through your personality <laughs> or are you bringing the fun through? Cause you're fun. Are you bringing the fun through yeah. like the workout? How do you incorporate the fun into those little 15 minute <laughs> workout snacks? I, <laughs> I I'm going to call them that for now. On. Um, I think I bring the fun because People will tell me like, I love, I love what you said in the da, 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 in that workout we did. And I like, I know what I'm saying, but I think some of the stuff that just comes out of my mouth is like stream of thought. And some of, I make my, my own words. My son comes running through and does a dance. Today I was doing a workout. My husband walked in the garage and I almost had a heart attack. Like the UPS man comes sometimes. One time I got stung by a bee and went into anaphylactic shock. Like it's as real as you can get. So I, I think that's, I'm not, I take it really seriously, but I will never allow myself to take myself too seriously. And I have to be Carly. So I don't think I'll, if you're looking for somebody who's like, like picture perfect and like never makes a mistake and is like this idea of perfection and nothing's ever out of place. Like, that's not me. Like, I, I never want to be that person. I'm real. Like, I'm, I'm in it with you. I'm doing the workouts with you. I have two kids. I feel like I'm a hot mess half the time, but I'm still showing up and I'm still like seeing the, I'm still having fun because I like to move my body. So like, let's look at the positive. I think that's what makes it fun is that I can pretty much find the positive in analogies and weird things that like in anything, like, and that's what I help people practice too, is like, again, switching the mindset. Like you can look at burpees as the most awful thing in the world, or you can keep your sense of humor and like sometimes see how bizarre and awful they are, but laugh at it and realize that you're doing the best you can. And like, look at me, I'm doing burpees. Like this is, I'm so proud of myself. I'm even attempting the burpee. Like, I think if you can learn to not take yourself so seriously, it actually helps you build confidence in yourself. So I guess that's kind of yes, what I'm doing because as soon as you that. learn to laugh at yourself and you let it go, then the confidence shines through. If you're still holding back and you're so tightly wound and you're afraid what people think and like, is it right? Am I doing it right? Like, let it go. Just let it ride. Have, have fun. Believe in yourself. You're doing it right. Like, does it feel good? You're doing it right. That's, that's what I want to instill in everyone. Like stop overthinking it. Yeah. I think if anyone, well, anyone who knows you knows that you are super positive. Anyone who sees you on Instagram, like that is Carly. She's not acting. This is her, <laughs> um, which is what we were talking about before. Like you're not doing anything to present yourself in a way that's not actually you. So you're just nope. modeling like a positive mindset, which or a healthy mindset, which is half of the battle, I think, for a lot of yep. people. And think about like, I think you know. too, like, especially people with kids, like, think about the example you're setting for your kids. Like if you can get down and do what, like do a 15 minute, I do have a lot of clients whose kids join them in their 15 minute workouts. And that makes me feel really happy too, because if you can show your kids how fun fitness is, instead of just telling them that they should move their body, 
they are going to take their fitness. They're going to put fitness into their lives because you're showing them. You're not telling them. They're seeing it. You don't need to open your mouth. Just show them. Keep it positive. And then you're going to instill healthy habits in them. And this can keep going. And that's the best thing. Think about it. That's the best thing you could give your kids because physical fitness helps mental health. And we're in a like crisis with mental health. Mm -hmm. So like if you can help your kids find that release and that outlet and that feeling of self-confidence and all the good endorphins, like you're giving them a gift, but stop talking. You need to do it. Totally. Yeah. We have, we actually work out at home, uh, Greg and I, and we have like a small, I'm going to call it a gym. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so we're both home in the summer and we work out in the morning and the kids are in there like, crazy and as much as we are like okay this is kind of dangerous we're both in there it's not a big space and then we have two little kids running around we also always talk about how important it is for them to see us working out so we mm-hmm. we really try to let it go and like not make it so serious and they're you know playing games I mean Dylan was like pretending he was jump roping but he was just holding a band and like waving in the air it. whatever but he's moving around you know And so we have to change our mindset because we're like trying to do a workout. They're underneath our legs and running around, but it's so important (laughs) for them to see that we make time for that. So totally you're doing a good job. We take a deep breath and we're like, (laughs) we got this. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. I know how that goes. And and I'm the first person to Um, admit there. There's sometimes where I scream, like, I lose my patience if I'm in my, if I'm like working out by myself and like they walk in and I'm not filming a class, like I'll be like, get out. I want to do this. But like, that's okay too. Cause that's real. And they're still seeing you like yeah. want to work out and get it done. So like, just, just do more instead of talk more. I think that's a good, uh, good, some good advice. So what have you noticed with the community? Do you feel like people are connecting with each other? more in a, in a really genuine way and supporting each other. How are they fostering that own growth and friendship and support for each other without you or are they? Yeah. So I, I think that there's, I think there's always going to be this barrier with people that are more private and don't really like, don't need that community setting. But I think there are people who really do like it. So the ones that really like it, I, the, a lot of people post like the workouts that they did that day and, if they did something else, I had some woman post that she like uh, was so surprised at how much, how many calories she burned mowing her lawn or um, one woman was struggling getting up early in the morning. And then everybody else chimed in about how, what works for them for getting up early. So I think I've noticed that on the, on our private Facebook page, if somebody has a problem and is struggling with something before I even get to commenting, everybody else is chiming in and giving their opinion of, how they could maybe handle whatever's going on. And I think the reason is because we're all in this together. And yeah, we may be struggling with different things, but everybody knows the struggle to stay consistent, regardless if it's happening for one reason or the other. So I think it's really reassuring to people to know that, oh, that person's struggling too. Like, I'm not alone. Like, I have a hard time being consistent for X, Y, and Z. And and this person, oh, I thought that they were that they look like they're so fit, but no, they're struggling too. And like, it just, it's really nice. Not that you want to hear somebody struggling, but it's nice to hear that you're not alone. And then when people do things, when people are proud of themselves, it's a place for you to post where you don't feel like you're bragging and you have people who are willing to cheer you on. If you don't feel comfortable telling your friends or your family 
or posting it on Facebook because people will think you're bragging. Post it in the FitFun community. Like this is a group that wants to see you succeed. We're all in it together. And when people are showing up live together, that's another cool thing I've noticed. Before, before I actually hit record on the class, people are showing up and then you see people that don't know each other or haven't known each other before the community and they're showing up for the same classes and they're checking in on each other about like how, how one woman is doing because her son's getting ready to leave for college and how she's handling that. And it's, it's just, or somebody was going to volleyball camp and somebody else was going to volleyball camp. So it's just, it's a little time to connect. It's just a tiny time to connect, but sometimes that's all you need is that little connection. So you don't feel alone. Yeah, totally. And I, you know what, I just posted, um, this week about like the difference between being motivated and being disciplined. And Mm -hmm. there is a difference because we don't always Mm -hmm. feel motivated to do something, but Mm -mm. you know, when you have, like you were saying that you're an accountability coach kind of, because you're holding people accountable, but when you're in a community, other people, you feel like they're also expecting you to be there. And it's always nice Mm -hmm. to have someone else doing this with you so that you're like, okay, if she's showing up or he's showing up, like I can also show up. So I think that is really helpful and such a nice part of the community aspect of it. And the discipline, it like forces you to Mm -hmm. create that habit of being disciplined to follow through with what you say you're going to do. Yes. A hundred percent. That's like everybody's, everybody has an accountability partner besides just me. Like you're accountable to everyone. It's like a team. Mm -hmm. So nice. I really love what you've created. It makes so much sense for me. I've been in fitness for my whole life, but you know, like as a mom and a working mom, like I don't always have the time and the 15 minutes really, I can see why it has been so successful. So mm-hmm. it's really fun. For just Thanks. really being in tune to what people need. Um, I, I do always ask if you have some inspirational quote, mantra, something that you repeat oh, to yourself. I mean, I see behind you, it says work hard, play hard, which I feel like mm-hmm. is kind of your thing. But mm-hmm. is there anything yep. else that you could share? So I would think, I think work hard, play hard is definitely what I've instilled in my kids. So I like that that's over that it kind of, that is my mantra, but it's like what I really want them to tune into too, hence the wall. Um, but mine is, mine is actually, it's a, the tattoo. Actually, it's what my mom used to always say to me. It's of course you can, but she used to say it like, don't be silly. Of course you can. Like, so I grew up hearing that. So I think that that was a, that's, I didn't realize it at the time, but I think like there was no, like, a, like there was no other way. Like, of, of course you can. So that's what I try to tell my clients as well. And that's why I have a tattoo on my arm. And that's kind of my slogan is that, and I wish I could say it all the time. Like my mom says it, like, obviously, of course you can. Um, there's nothing that's holding you back. There's nothing that's, that's separating you from anybody else. You're not different. You can, you can do it. You can do anything you want to do. As long as you put the work in, put the time in, that's it. Perfect way to end it. Of course, we give Jill a little nod at the end. She deserves it. Um, I know. How? (laughs) Well, she raised two great kids. I mean, with your dad, too. Oh, yeah. And for people who don't know, Chris, yeah, Chris, who was on, um, is Carly's brother. So I didn't know if that was going to come through today in this conversation, but now it has to. So it can. I'm proud of it. Now the half the family on the podcast. <laughs> um, he was a great guest as well, as are you. So thanks. 
Can you tell people how to connect with you best if they would like to learn more or work mm -hmm. with you? Yep. So my website is fitfuncarly.com. And if they would like to get in touch with me, it's carly at fitfuncarly.com. And then I'm also on Instagram um, at fitfuncarly. I also have a um, fitness, a free fitness Facebook group. Um, fitness can be fun. That's what it's called. It's a public group. So anybody can feel free to join. Um, and there's a lot of nice people on there too. So um, it kind of is like the there's, I just give a lot of fitness advice, little things, not as much as the fit fund community, but there's about, there's about 930 people in that group. Um, so I started that before COVID. So that's been fun too. So those are the ways you can really connect with me. Awesome. This was great. I loved connecting with you. Hopefully we can collaborate in the future. And, yes. um, I can't wait to do some of these 15 minute workouts. So I will be awesome. seeing you live soon thanks nicole thanks for sharing your time with me i know it's valuable so i just appreciate it so much oh thank you this is fun thank you all so much for listening today you can check out the show notes to find out important info from today's episode you can also support the show by subscribing share an episode with somebody you love or give me a review over on apple Podcasts. if you want to connect with me you can always find me on instagram at expand with nicole I really appreciate you all so much and I cannot wait to share more wellness and lifestyle content with you on the next episode.